Welcome back to Feel Free, the only podcast that will tell you to chase your dreams and also call you out on all your bullshit, myself included. If you haven't already, give us a like, subscribe, follow, and share on all your favorite listening and social media platforms. Always excited for all the support from everyone. We got a good show planned for you today. I got my buddy Ryan, who's the owner of Zap Design, that's Z-A-P-P-3-D Design, a leading provider of high-quality silicone molds. They supply silicone molds to resin, wax, and concrete artists around the world. Give them a follow and like on all the social media platforms. Also check out their Etsy page and the website for more information. Who knows, maybe you could make this a hobby like it became Rahim. So how's it going, man? What's up? It's weird to be on. It's fun, though. I mean, you're a fan of the podcast. I appreciate. No, I've almost listened to uh, every single one so far. So That's awesome. It's enjoyable. Hell yeah. It's enjoyable. I want to be honest, too. You're probably like the biggest celebrity I've had on here for sure. <laughs> no, but like that's what you need. You need someone like, I mean, you're putting in the work, you're putting in the consistent effort. I see that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like that's what you need consistency, hard work, and you got to be appreciated for that. That's, so. what I'm, that's, that's, that's what, why I text you every single time after a podcast. I'm like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That really like warms my heart. I'll yeah. be honest. Yeah. No. I love that shit. Cause otherwise it's, it's hard like in the beginning of growing something like, I don't know, whether you get feedback or no feedback, whatever, I don't know, you just want something. It, it makes Anything. you feel better. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I mean, at the beginning of something like that, if you're getting like a lot of like a lot of hate or negativity, then you like start doubting yourself. Right. Right. But it's all this, also the same if you're not getting like any feedback at all, then you're also doubting yourself. You're like, well, I'm not even getting any like hate. People just like must not care at all. Right. You know? Right. But getting a lot of like positive feedback with this has been really really good oh 100 yeah like i said you're definitely the uh, biggest celebrity i have on here like super excited about that basically because you've taken something that started out as a hobby you know the 3d printing and the uh the silicone molds and you've turned it into a full-scale business yeah no i mean it's so i've been doing it for three years now so I've been doing it full-time for almost three years, so it's weird how that happened. Started in 2020. Yeah, full-time for three years, right? Yeah, full-time for three years. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's I'm, weird. That was, like, one of the things I wanted to get into. That's, like, one of the first points. Like, when it hit you that you could do something like this for a living, you know? Because I know you had, like, a couple printers going when you had, like, a normal 9-to-5 job, and you were just doing all of this out of, like, your parents' basement. Too. I was in my bedroom. Yeah, you're in your bedroom. This is where I slept. I had all the printers. That's crazy. How hot was it in there again? So at the peak of all my printers, so I had 10, 10 printers going while I was sleeping. So it would get probably almost close to like 100 degrees bef- before I put the AC in there. <laughs> so I, even... I had to get a window AC to, to keep it I was going to say, cool. how would you even sleep in there? I was I, I had no blanket. I just laid on my bed. Oh, my. It was noisy. All the machines were running. <laughs> but that's part of the grind, though. That's like you have your starting point, and that was kind of my starting point. I had to sacrifice for a bit, but it wasn't really sacrifice because— No, you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was 100% enjoyable. Yeah. Um. So we're going to talk a little bit about how taking your dreams and making them into reality— or a career, or anything like that, some of the setups and setbacks that you've had, anything that you're looking forward to in the future, and, you know, that whole road that you had to travel to get where you're at. I checked your Instagram the other day. You got, like, 30,000 followers for your business page. Yeah. No. impressive. Yeah, it's weird how it's, like, it, it's it been such a 
know, long time getting to that point. But I mean, it's been like three years. You said though, right? Yeah. Like, no. And it in the beginning it grew really fast. Now it slowed down. But I I remember looking through a box the other day, and I three D printed like a congratulations on five hundred followers, like a little plaque that I made. Hey. And I was like, I was so excited. I hit 500. I would do one for like 750 and 1,000. I was like, so, it felt like yesterday I was right there. That's crazy. I think it's crazy too. So three years ago, was it 2019 that you started doing it full time or 2020? So January 3rd, 2020. So like literally like right before. Right before COVID. Right before the vid hit. Right before the vid. So how did you even get into this? Because so, like the 3D printing is different from the uh, the silicone molds, right? It it all correlates. So if we go back way to the beginning, Christmas 2019, that's when I like started with the hobby. I, I got my first 3D printer for Christmas. And then that 3D printer allowed me to start like creating things. So I would design stuff. Yeah. And then I would print it and I would have the, the tangible object in my hand and it would just be like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. You made that. Yeah. I I could take a vision from my brain, like design it in my software. And then all of a sudden I have it in my hand. So then from there I designed the first, like I had an Apple watch. So I designed an Apple watch stand for it to charge. I put it on eBay and then at work I got a cha-ching. So so it sold on, someone bought it from me. So like crazy. So just the, the fact that I created something, put it on eBay. I got the cha-ching. And I made 75 cents. Do you hear that? Yeah, no, this thing, car alarm's going off. Is that a car alarm? Yeah. Dude, one time a car alarm went off when me and Joey were in here, and then we went back and listened to it, and it was gone because of the mastering from the audio. Yeah, no, I I don't think it'll pick it up. I don't think so either, but it's annoying for us, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I couldn't focus for a second. I know. (laughs) I was like, wow, he's still going. That's that's dedication. (laughs) So that, that whole... That started it, being able to sell that first thing that you made on eBay. Right. That was like the creation or like the start of my my passion to like, I could probably like buy a bunch of 3D printers, sell every, <laughs> sell, sell everything I would 3D print. But then there was to a point where like, I there wasn't much margin in that because it was just like off the 3D printer. There wasn't many steps to it. So then I was like, I could 3D print something wrap silicone around it now i have a silicone mold of that 3d printed item so that's just like another step in the process which gives you more margin so i make more money yeah so that was kind of like the start of the silicone mold thing where i would design stuff on my 3d printer make molds of it and then it kind of just yeah it took off yeah well so when did you realize when you were working your nine to five that you didn't want to do that when you were like, I don't want to be a part of somebody else's machine. I want to make my own. Yeah. So, so it was that, that first cha-ching right there. That first you cha-ching sold that on eBay. I was sitting in my desk. I was, I was, I was designing big machines and the feeling I got from like, that was just, I mean, unbelievable. That was when I knew like, no, I've always wanted to run my own business and do that, but like, like that moment right there is like, all right, I actually have the, like the skill, even though it's just a simple like Apple Watch charger. But like, but like you made that, right? Like you made it happen, right? I could, I could formulate the whole process and do from start to finish, design and sell it, package, ship it from start to finish, and make money, and then 
I don't know. That, that, then, that was kind of the starting point. Then here we are, you know? Yeah, no. And then the throughout that year, 2019, I mean, it was a struggle there. So, like, I worked that whole year as a mechanical engineer. Yep. Throughout that whole year, I was, it was to the point where they were, they were telling me I was, like, stupid. I was dumb. I was put on, like, a performance improvement plan <laughs> to, like, fix my, like, skills or whatever. Like, be better at, the, like, the job. I tried and tried and tried. And that, that was January 3rd is actually when they let me go. Okay. So I'm like, they, they, they brought me into the room that whole day, that morning, like they didn't give me any work. So I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? And then it hit noon and they're like, Ryan, can we, can you meet us in the conference room? I'm like, I'm sorry, we're going to have to let you go. And like inside, I'm just like the happiest man in the world. I'm like, bro, I already got something started. It's go time. You literally like led this, honestly, like the way you just told this story, it was like very suspenseful and then depressing. And then you go, man, but I was super happy when it happened. Uh, even though everybody, I'm like, I'm sorry, this is my last day. It was nice working with you. And like inside, I'm like, man, this, this is sick. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> Now, did you go home like super excited, like with energy that night? You're like, I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. No, like, I mean. The whole business thing running through your head then. Yeah. No, I, I, I like I told my parents, I'm like, mom, they let me go. She's like, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I say, like, cause they all, they all knew I had something started until like even push back a little bit before I let go or got let go. I got my first like big job from a company the contract that and, you're talking about yeah like i won't go deep into specifics of the the company but like i was working and then this company contacted me through etsy they're like they, they want this custom project done can you give us a price and a sample so i sent them a sample they liked it and they're like we want 200 of them and so i talked to my dad i'm like how do i price this <laughs> so we, we came with the price and it came out to be like 6500 bucks Nice. And I'm like, I can make that every single month. And I'm still working at this. Like that, that was kind of like the start of like financially. Okay. Yeah. Financially. How it, you could got it, make, going. it could make sense to like, like you don't ever want to rely on like one customer because they could like order some, never come back. Yeah. Or you could have like a big contract and then suddenly they, they terminate the contract. Right. And there know. was nothing in written. There is, there is nothing like in writing. So. No, that was kind of like the turning point of like, all right, I had some financially stable income coming in. and Now you're trying to make moves. Yeah, then they let me go. And I'm like, all right, I can do something. Now. Man, it's crazy how things like happen like that, though. Yeah, no. I think, how, how does this big company find me on Etsy? Just a little custom 3D printing ad. And... That's crazy, too. Because it's not like you were really paying for like ad space either, right? No, I mean, you could allocate like 10 bucks to... Yeah, portion. To, portion of the sales price or something yeah to, yeah to have etsy like put it on google or that type of thing but it was i mean nothing significant it was like luck of the draw i mean they could have picked a bunch of other people but that's crazy they chose me that's super lucky honestly <laughs> yeah. too. no it's cool i think like i thought it was cool that you mentioned like your dad too because you you immediately came to him to help you with the pricing now having like that set of knowledge like with you. So your parents obviously are like ran a very successful paper business, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're retired. And then having them on your team, 
like even just like consulting for these moves, like probably help make things a little easier, right? Yeah, no. I mean, it's like for that whole project, like it's good because my dad, he, I mean, he was a sales guy. Like that was his main thing. Like he could do everything, but like he was good with like relating with people and all that. So like I could go to him and be like, he would he would kind of like lay it down of how these people are thinking like like they're already interested like you don't want to go too low like your price is too low ryan you're low balling it like go higher and he pushed me into a realm of like like i was like uncomfortable like giving him that price because i'm like that's way too much like it, it cost me this much like a small amount and i'm charging them this much and i'm like but he's like, it's worth it. They'll pay for it. Yeah, but he made you comfortable with like doing that, though, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, you could have been just lowballing yourself for the last like three years without your dad egging you like that. Right. Now your margins are even lower, and you're not being able to make the moves that you want to make right now. Right. Right. Yeah. No. So I mean, my parents, huge, 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 huge reason for the, like the success of my business. Oh, with, for sure. How they helped me. Yeah. The advice. I mean, they like my, my mom works for me. Almost she's full still, full time. She does all my shipping, and she has more than that. She, she's like the other half of me. That's nice. It's dope. That's so cool too. I mean, like obviously, you know, like me and my mom run the bookkeeping business yeah. together. I'm the full. It's kind of the opposite for me. I'm like the full time person, and she's like the head of the business. Yeah. So you know, she's got like thirty years of bookkeeping knowledge on me, though. So like, yeah. I can't, I can't match that. You right, know? right, right. But still having like her help come around when I need it, you know, and me helping her obviously. Cause I'm working full time. It's crazy to watch like a business grow like that, you know? Yeah. And there's nothing, I mean, I don't know, just being able to like work with your parents. I mean, there's nothing, I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't know whether you have a good relationship, bad relationship. I don't know. There's something special that the bond that you guys get. And, it's got its ups and it's downs. Yeah. I'll say if you have a really good relationship, it's, it's awesome. Right. Like right. I still have a good relationship with my mom yeah. and my dad, you know, it's just like, Sometimes it's a lot, you know, because I'm also like not a homebody, right, right, you know, right. so like once I start spending way too much time. Right. You have your limit. Yeah, I have my limit pretty <laughs> much is that, especially, I mean, with my dad in the tux business, it's like a very high energy place sometimes though, right? you know, because it's retail. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll reach your limit real quick over there, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know if I could do this. I, I like just chilling in my warehouse. It's just like my mom and I, no just one else. Yeah. Yeah. My, my tank gets full quick with other things. I'm yeah, like, I bet. I mean, but that's kind of like, this is like a hobby, like a hobby that turned into a dream for you. So I actually looked up the definition of hobby. So what I started doing was like looking up a definition of whatever I'd be talking about on the podcast that day. I didn't want to like look up dream or like business or like company because <laughs> we're like, we're kind of talking about a bunch of them, but like this did start out as a hobby for you, right? Correct. The 3D printing. Correct. Just making stuff in general. I love I love making stuff. Yeah, and creating stuff. Yes. So a hobby is like an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. So you say you reach your limit on a couple other things, and that's probably just like normal adulting reality stuff. But when you come to your business, when you come to hone your craft, your hobby, that's now your life, like that's enjoyable for you. That's leisure, right? Correct. Of course, there's the woes of like running a business. Right, because like, when yeah. you get down to it, like the creation is like exciting for you. Correct, correct. Yeah, no, just like the whole. I mean, of course, with like running your own thing, like I'm doing the marketing, like the financial side, 
I'm creating, I'm, I'm designing, I'm, I'm doing literally everything that, that involves the business. Yeah. I don't, en- I don't enjoy marketing that much. It's like, yeah. So it's like, it's not, I'm, when I do it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be fun to me, but like, there's I, a, I hate it too. Yeah. I'll tell you. I mean, I've talked about it before too. Yeah. No, I, I ain't trying to make a, a social media post every day. I'm not trying to make a cute TikTok video or something. <laughs> it's just I, I, not, I not my thing. I can't stand it. But that's why you hire people to take over that stuff. Yeah, you no, know. but I haven't. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still, so still doing it. One day, though. One day. Yeah, because you got to sometimes like you just got to keep like spamming your story. A lot of people use stories more than their posts now. Yeah. And they'll have like like 40 story posts in a day. I'm like, I can't open my phone that many times. Yeah, no. I, I mean, the, the only thing I do, like say for Instagram, it's like I'll, I'll repost everybody's work. So it's like someone will share what they created with my molds. Yeah. And then I'll repost it for another person to see kind of as like inspiration. So it's quick, easy. Yeah, that's about. That's cool, though. Yeah. I mean, that's easy. I'm hoping to get there with my book. So like if people like are reading my book or like posting a quote about it, like and you can yeah. just repost that or, or yeah. remix it, you know. Yeah. No. So that'd be super nice. But right now I'm really just rolling with whatever I feel like putting out there. And that's what you gotta do. You just it's just that like like yeah, that learning or I don't know. You're just putting stuff out there. You're kinda learning the whole process, seeing what attracts more likes or gets more like traction. Yeah. I mean than the other stuff. I mean yeah. it's all a learning experience. Yeah. So I can't really say well, I mean, like you you had started this a couple of years ago, right? But you've always been a very creative person or like a doer, right? Correct. I've been writing for like like 15 years, right? Yeah. But there, there's like a million, billion writers in the world, right? There's always some poet or writer, right. fantasy novelist, right? A lot of people write. And I didn't really even start like messing around with like social media other than like a personal account. Until like recently, right? Yep. Now I got to study like how people do this, right? What hashtags to use, like angles of pictures, like do people like shorter quotes? Is this too deep? <laughs> Should I put what I just wrote up here? Yeah. Like all of these questions are like, and then there's using the platforms in general, right? Right. Which I think are a trap because then you're scrolling into oblivion, right? Yep. So it's like, now I'm trying to deal with all this stuff while also starting the business that I started. I actually just got incorporated a month ago. Really? Yep. Dang. I know, right? That's pretty cool, though. Right? Got my articles in incorporation, yeah. filed as an S-Corp, did all that stuff. Dang. Yeah. I actually, like, obviously, like, I'm a bookkeeper, so yeah. I start my own QuickBooks file, and, like, that's already Shoot. all <laughs> <laughs> Shit, look at that. That's, that's already dope. all taken care of. Dang. So, yeah, it's exciting stuff, you know? But the media part is very, and I think that's a turnoff to most people, you know, because I also know a couple, I got a couple buddies who are rappers, yep. right, in, in musicians in the Detroit and Lansing area, right? And there's some good people, right? And they put out great work, right? But I feel like the people that hit it big in the industry, like, sell their soul on social media, right? Yeah, no. I mean, right. And I don't, they're, they're, they're genuine people. Right. And that's like a fear of mine too. And like, I think a lot of people have that problem when they're chasing a dream and trying to make it 
big now is the social media platform and stuff. Right. But I, I think, I mean, if, if you just like be your genuine self throughout this whole project or process, maybe it'll take longer. That's yeah. It, you gotta, I mean, but that's where the patience come. Patience yeah. is huge. It's like, it, whether it takes a year, I've been doing it for three. I'm still, I'm still like, I'm still a noob. I'm still, I'm still, yeah, I'm still learning. I'm, I, this is the, only the beginning and it feels like, it's the end. But that's a good mindset to have too, though. I think saying it's, that it's only the beginning. I think it's very important because, I mean, you could do it for 10 years. I mean, that, that's still that's still a short amount of time. You still got another, like, however many years, 30 years or something. For sure. Yeah. I mean, like, my dad's been selling tuxes for like 35 years. Yeah. And at that point, you can probably be like... He's not doing it. He's It's not the beginning for him. No. <laughs> yeah, no. He knows what he's doing at this point. Right. But I think, like, saying you're a beginner still also like internally it's like i'm here to learn right you know it invigorates you right correct so like there is a sense of me it is exciting to do the media stuff to also contact people about editing my book or like doing video for the podcast like this is all very exciting to me yeah it's not as creative but i think like taking that perspective of like i'm still a noob yeah but it's also like it's exciting because I'm learning more, you know? Right. You can get discouraged, like, with some of the setbacks. Like, most people would view, view losing their job or getting fired as a setback. Yeah, no. It, like you. I mean, it, it's funny, because I would, I would tell that story to, like, everybody. Like, man, they let me go. And they'd be like, they wouldn't know how to react. Of course, that You're the a pretty gen- monotone guy, though, too, so when yeah. you tell people things. Yeah, I'm like, but I have my, like, little facial expression, <laughs> like, to kind of set it up. I'm like, yeah, I gotta let go. But it's the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> but you wanted that to happen though too. Yeah, no, it was kind of to the point where I'm like, I'm just kind of hanging on. Like I get that health insurance. I get the benefits I get are the nice paycheck. And job. Yeah. And I don't, but, but yeah, no, I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that forever. So it's like, of course it's time to go. See, I had actually had written down here. Like, did you feel that your talents weren't being challenged enough? And I thought it was weird that you were saying like, oh, they had you on this performance program. And I'm like, but you're like a super innovative and creative guy. So basically like not being challenged enough in the right way. Correct. They wanted you to stay in this little box of what you had to do in the corporate world as an engineer, right? Yeah. So so it's like, I mean, looking back on the job, like I didn't really understand anything about like business or how things ran or like if I take more time on a project like how does it impact them so like I didn't like I was probably losing them money which makes sense like I would take a little longer on projects but but I wasn't like I didn't feel like I was dumb yeah it's just how you work though yeah it's just how I how I did things but I mean I don't, I don't know where I was going with that I lost my train of thought just now hmm. like not being challenged enough yeah no okay so yeah, no, it was, I mean, it was a challenging job for me, but. I mean, you were a mechanical engineer, though. Yeah, without a mechanical engineer degree. So my my what? degree my degree was engineering technology. What the hell? But all my experience before that, like I was a welder. Yeah. My welder, my welder got, welder experience, welding experience got me that job, along with my degree and kind of like everything kind of combined. And then they threw you into that job? Yeah. Oh, my and God. And they kind of ex- expected me to like strive, which I did. I lasted two years. I lasted two years there. Like I did my thing, but then they really expected me to like do all the stuff that I didn't know how to do. Like yeah. all like the 
the math portion and Ugh. yeah but like designing like i'm a god at designing like all that stuff was great but yeah it, it just wasn't a good fit though yeah but i mean that that whole two years was like an absolute crucial like i learned so much in that two years to like jumpstart my business so it's like all these little stepping stones in life from welding to going to school to taking on that job as an me all that was just like needed for me to run my business yeah leading up to it right like you took a little you took a little piece from all of those chapters of your life and finally get to this one right and i would have never known that it all would have i don't know no you 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 don't plan for something like that right you know but like I always try to like set myself up, but you just don't know how it's going to work out. Well, now you do yeah. at this age. Right. You're like, oh, this is always like a learning experience. Now you're like hungry for that experience because you know you can build off of it. Right. But before you didn't know, you're almost like, like when you were welding, you're playing a lot of league, right? Like a lot of games. Yeah. Like, but that was like between the ages of like 19 and 21, right? Or 19 and 22. Yeah, no. Yeah, and that was that was at my heaviest too. So I was like two two thirty, two forty. That's crazy. <laughs> I still view those as tutorial years here in the United States. Yeah, I was still figuring things out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, like, what do I want? Who am I? I don't even know who I am yet. <laughs> Nobody taught me how to find myself. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all like trial and error too. But like, you look back at the person you were back then, and it wasn't like all these experiences you're like, Oh, I'm learning from this to start my business in seven years. Right. You don't think that, right. You know, you're almost just like in survival mode. Right. Back then. I think it started at like 18 ish. Maybe that's when I started like thinking to myself, like I want to run my own business. Mm -hmm. I just don't know what. Okay. That was the question I always said to people. They're like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to run my own business. I just don't know what. Yeah. I, I said that for the longest time, like six, seven, eight years or whatever. And they made it happen yeah, though. Yeah. yeah. Somehow it worked out. I think I just man, <laughs> manifesting for so long. I'm like like yeah. saying it out loud long enough. <laughs> it finally worked. <laughs> That's hilarious. I had been, I had been saying the same shit for a little bit, but I was also like doing a lot of weird stuff back then. It was mostly like, yeah, I'm going to make music or I'm going to rap, you know, and I can, and I did, yeah. and I make songs and stuff. But I still, like, wrote. I think I had always been saying, like, I wanted to, like, help people somehow. Like, with, like, emotions or, like, thoughts and stuff. So, like, yeah. that's how I use my writing, you know. But I had been living under a rock for the last, like, 10 years. I was, like, almost, like, terrified of, like, going out into the world and failing, you right. know. And only, like, recently with, like, my years of sobriety under my belt, I'm like, no, I can handle this, you know. And now I'm finally taking my first couple steps into the world of of business, authoring, and now like podcasting too, you know. Yeah. It's all like it's all been leading up to this because I do think like some of the charisma from like my rapping and my gloving and dancing helps with the podcasting yeah. too. And then also being the class clown like we were in grade <laughs> school and stuff. Like all this charisma helps. Like, yeah. I've always believed that. No matter what right. I was gonna do, like my charisma is gonna do good things. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's weird how, like, and whether you you count your last 10 years as good, bad years or whatever you want to call them, I mean, it's still, like, shaped you to and who you, you are. are. Yeah. And now look what you're doing. Like, I mean, maybe you can change someone's life. Maybe you can toss a little of your life that you lived and help someone out. It's yeah. like, but if you did none of that. You, I wouldn't be able to then. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's all perspective at that point. Yeah. Which is what I want people to come to the podcast for. I want people to come here and like listen and be like, hey, it's it's not so bad. Right. Like you can dick around for a couple of years and get your shit together. Hell, you can be in your forties or fifties and then finally just be like, I'm gonna change my friggin' life, start my own business. You can do that shit. Yeah. No. You know? Maybe if you're in your late eighties, I'd be like, it's a little late, but you know You can still do it though. You can still do it, all right. We're gonna tell you you can still do it. You get a couple of years in there. I read this article about some lady who like wanted to be an actor her whole life and like started acting in like her eighties. Really? And like got a got a role in like a pretty big show on television. I mean that's the thing. It's like I mean we're we're almost thirty now. Yeah. It's like I We're mean, just hitting the stride, man. Oh, this is only the beginning. I know, that's what I'm saying. Most people <laughs> man, so I mean we're we're kind of veering off, but that's all right. This is all like a about mental health perspective podcast. Some people are like high school man, best years of your life, you know, or just like they're always like looking back at the years they've already had. Yeah. You know, that's a really bad perspective to have in my opinion. I think you should be looking I don't even know if you should be looking forward as much as you should just be grateful for the moment you're in. But yeah. also looking forward, you know. Yeah, no, I I think there's definitely like a, a balance. I think living in the present maybe majority of the time, but also having like just just a, a guiding line in the future. Yeah, the expectations too. Yeah. But just, also being excited about it. Yeah. But then like the past is the past because I don't know. Maybe there's not many I don't know if there's many too 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 good of things that come from the past. I mean, there's lessons you learn. Yeah, except, right? except for yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. yeah, except for those. This is a big chunk of it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's a good one. But like, I don't know, like dwelling on something that annoyed you. I mean, that's, that's pointless, but it still annoys every single one of us. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah, I think like looking forward is like a huge thing. But like I said, you got to have that. You got to have that positive perspective, you know? Yeah. So another thing I wanted to talk about were like the setbacks or setups. Now... You talked a little bit about how you sold that thing on eBay and that was like, that was like the surreal feeling. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this. Did you have any setbacks? Did anything like, did you ever second guess? Did you ever like, did something happen where you're like frustrated or doubted yourself or did you just like a hundred percent just go into this? I mean, so most of the time it was, it was a heavy push forward. So, like I said, I, I was let go in January 2020. Within three months, I wasn't sure if I was going to share this, but I was making over six figures a month in out of my bedroom. That's crazy. Out of my bedroom. So what? that alone pushed me. And that, that was just me selling products. Yeah. And that's a lot of product. That's a lot of product. Out of my I bedroom. I still can't believe you slept in that thing. Out of it my was bedroom. so hot. So at that point, within three months, I was t- my bedroom was taken over. Another room was taken over. The basement was taken yeah, over. Yeah, okay. My shed, my parents' shed and the garage was all consumed with my business. So that evolution... I mean, that's not... I don't know. If, we were talking about setbacks, right? A little bit of a setback. Yeah, I so, know your parents came to you and you're like... You got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, no. I mean, I was at the point where like, <laughs> like there was no more decorations in the house. It was just like, it was just, it was just Ryan everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> all right, it's time to go. But, but no, I mean, all those, there's a bunch of little setbacks in there. It's like, I can't do this quick enough or 
I can't keep keep up with the orders. I'm not shipping them out fast enough. So I always had to like constantly improve, improve, improve. Yeah, but that's stressful. Yeah, that's bad for your health too. Yeah, no, I'm I'm working a lot. So I'm now it's full time. So it's like I'm waking up in the morning. I'm working till nine ten. Sleep. Wake up at eight. And repeat. It's just full full days here. And just keep just constant. And that was the most of the year. Twenty twenty. That, that was, was most that. so twenty and and then the vid hit. And then you're just work. People were ordering a lot of stuff during that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so COVID actually that 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 spiked my business because everybody would buy the the silicone molds to kind of make their own business out of their house because we were all were chilling at home. So they'd buy the molds and pour their stuff and then try to sell it on Etsy or wherever they sell it and try to make more money for themselves. Yeah. So there was a huge influx of sales during during that time. Yeah. So. Yeah, COVID was kind of nice. I, I enjoyed the COVID. Was it was it too much for you in that year? Like you said, like you're tr- constantly trying to adapt. So would you view this influx of business and like the business? Now you said how much you were making like each month too. Were you overwhelmed? Because it was really just you, right? Yeah. So so I had I had my my fa- my family working. So my dad my dad would wake up in the morning, like he would trim the mold. So like they would come out with like little scrap pieces on them, so you would trim them up, make them look good. Like he would do that in the morning for a couple hours before I even woke up, because he obviously like runs at like five a.m., yeah, runs ten miles, and then he trims, man. and then I finally wake up. It's crazy. And then I I kind of had my whole family working for me, so like <laughs> like Katie would come in, she would trim and pack. Yeah. My mom and I would be shipping and pouring and kind of doing all that, making new molds. Yeah, no, it was kind of like a whole family ordeal for like. That's a blessing that you had all that help. Yeah, I That's mean, crazy, and it, and it and it keeps on continuing. It's like my my family hits like every aspect of what I need. Like, like Katie, she'll help me with like social media, like ideas and stuff. Like Sarah, she does my 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 bookkeeping, bookkeeping and yeah. accounting and kind of that stuff. My mom's like a guru with the business. She she like she's my other half. She knows everything about it. And my dad, he can. He he helps with like the three D printing and he'll give me like the business advice, the consulting type deal. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and like it's it's like the, the perfect team of people to help me out. That's uh, such a blessing. It's weird. Yeah, it's cool. That, it's crazy. I mean, that was kind of a setback that turned into a setup, though. Right. Yeah. But now it like, I mean, throughout that whole time, like one of my main things, like in, in life and business, is like constantly improving efficiency or whatever Mm -hmm. like making the process cleaner smoother and throughout that whole time i was eliminating like so many like unnecessary steps making it quicker faster 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 and i'm still doing it to this day of course to where now like i'm only at like five percent of the capacity of what i can do as opposed to like i was almost maxed out back before right but you've just gotten better at it Right to so like five percent capacity right now. Yeah, I'm like I'm streamlined to the max of just like, I mean it's exciting. Like, yeah, to to be able to take on more and more and more, but like, I don't have to put in as much work. Of course, but that's the goal, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I still work in a crap ton. I but obviously, but you're the business owner. Yeah, that's gonna come with it. Yeah, it's you just know? it's a never anything. So for the future of Zap Design, bigger warehouse, multiple warehouses. What are you thinking? So it's like currently right now, I know on the outline you have, it's like 
maybe at the end. But the goals right now is to get on Amazon. There you go. That's okay. the, that's the big move right now. So within the past two weeks, that's kind of been the push because I'm only at like, I know I'm at a low capacity of what I can produce. And with Amazon, you need to produce a lot. Okay. I had no idea that 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 was that. I had no idea that that was a stipulation. So, I mean, so like for me, I can produce like, I have like 300 different designs of products, Mm -hmm. different shapes, whatever. Um, But for Amazon, I would need to, if if they were going to fulfill it, I would probably send them like 50 or a hundred of the same ones. And currently I can make like, to a day of these different designs. Okay. So now I need to really like ramp up production to be able to meet s- demand. Right. Or the, what, what Amazon wants you to produce. Right. Yeah. Right. So hopefully it takes off and cause Etsy's pretty big. That's my biggest source of like income. Yeah. But if Amazon's like the biggest one, so I it's am. like just the thought of that is, is, is exciting. I don't know. Just like knowing the potential of if it does take That's off. That's a big move though. It is. I yeah. mean, that's actually the first place that my book is going on. Like, obviously, yeah. the, the Kindle store. Yeah, you know, that's like the biggest market of eBooks. Right. I had no idea that that was like a, a thing for Amazon. So, because I know Etsy's huge. Correct. And to think that you even need to make a certain am- amount of things to get on Amazon, I thought they just sold whatever on Amazon. Or are there qualifications that you had to meet? Like, I mean, there's no. I don't think there's any specific amount. Okay. But uh, it's kind of just like. I don't know. I'm I'm still learning. It's only like week two. Okay. Week two of like, all right, let's let's really get into That's this. That's a and, big goal, though. Yeah. No. Now, if you were to ramp up production, you got to hire somebody, right? Potentially. 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 So, I mean, how I always like to do things is like, I mean, it's bad. But you do it all yourself until you can't. Till you till you can't. But it, it puts you in these uncomfortable spots. Of course. To also, like, put the time in to improve the process or whatever. So it allows me to be hands-on to all of this, like, to the max, to really kind of, like, streamline it. And then I can just, in the end, I can always still just do it myself. Cause yeah, it's, of it's, course. But Until it runs you ragged. Yeah. You know, yeah, no. then you got to learn to delegate some things. Right. But that that's the goal too. It's like if Amazon does take off, then I'll be able to hire some people and I mean, get, get some help, get, get another person of me. And then my parents take off to Arizona for three months. So then damn, my number one pieces out for a little bit. Hey. <laughs> so. so who's going to, you got to find someone to step in. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, you can do it too though, you know? Yeah. But, but at that point it's like. The shipping's a pain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a lot. That's 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 a that's a big that's a big take. Like, I don't know. And and like you were saying, that's a full time position. So I don't think that's something like you can right it's do like, on top of it. Yeah, the days are are heavy on on those when when I need to ship too. And, oh, of course. And I can't really create then and everything because whenever you take on something else with everything in life, something must go. Something's gonna suffer. Yeah, yeah of so course. You, you can't just keep on taking, taking, taking. You always have to get rid of something. You're so. going to overload your plate then, right? Yeah, the plate is definitely spilling at that point. For sure. That is actually, I, I don't even know if I like, okay, I did put this on here. So your mental health, your physical health, like all these other things that go into running a business, I think that you do a very good job at like stay hungry, stay learning, 
you know, you said you you read a lot of books, a lot of business books, or there's podcasts that you listen yep. to keep you in the right mental state. Now, someone can view losing their number one person, their full time person. That's a setback, right? Eh, it, but you're it's the opposite. It's like it is a setback, but go ahead. It is a setback, but also in your head because you've already trained your brain to like look look at it from a different perspective. It's like okay, well. Now I got to see how much I can actually take on before I start delegating. Right. Now, if I'm trying to ramp it up to Amazon level, maybe it was time that I had to hire somebody. So you're always like coming into these problems with like a different thought process. Right. Now, like I said, between the fitness, the knowledge, and I didn't say this, but like networking, how do you, how do you keep, how do you juggle all this? Right. And then still like your relationships with like your friends and family too. Yeah. No. So, I mean, the main thing, uh, fitness, I, I've always, not always, when I was a welder, I was 240. And then when I went to college right before that, I dropped uh, like 50, 60 pounds. That's crazy. You and Justin did almost the same thing when you went to college. Yeah, no, I, I remember that too. Yeah, when you guys lost, all that lost like all that weight together. I lost a couple LBs. And that, <laughs> that kind of sent me to like going to the gym too. So, so I believe fitness is like a super strong thing. Within the past five months, I've had like the Eureka to allow me to not have the motivation, but like understand that going to the gym, I'm not going to the gym to like lose weight. Like I'm going to the gym because it sets my day up good. I go at like at six fifteen in the morning every yeah. day, thirty minutes to an hour. Well, except Sundays. But that kind of just starts my day off strong. It's like it puts me in the right space. I don't think about like well, I listen to pot work podcasts or business podcasts, but like I'm not thinking of actively on my business. Yeah. There's a time and a place that you gotta just get yeah, away from everything. That's my that's my escape type yeah. deal and it makes me feel good. It gives me more confidence. I think that's extremely important yeah. the, the fitness. That's huge. I mean, we talk about it a lot here on the podcast, especially when I have my brother on. Like, obviously, you know, like he's big on the health thing. Same with Joey, because he lost all the way with the keto. Yeah. I think like the physical fitness and then that coupled with the mental health is pretty like tantamount to like living a, a good life. You know, yeah. I can't say that I do the morning workouts I've said on here a lot of times. I'm not a morning it, it person. It ain't for you. Know? It ain't for me. <laughs> I get happy when I get to play basketball, obviously. Yeah. I also work out at night because I, I appreciate when the gym's empty, you know, yeah. that, that last hour that LA fitness is open. It's almost like going in the morning, except going that's, at night. That's that night. No one's there at night. Yeah, time. exactly. It doesn't set my day up good. It ends my day good. Yeah. And I've also like started like doing little meditation practices too in the morning. So I'll like set my day up with a meditation and then I'll end with like some fitness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's kind of like the same type of thing. It's like you start your morning just like I don't know, meditating. That's it's it's just you. It's your mind's not thinking of other stuff. Well, if I meditated, like I, I couldn't couldn't stop my brain it's from tough. Uh, <laughs> i'll tell you it's tough i mean i've never really tried it i, I think i'm just like a doubter or a hater i don't know my mind is just like you're telling me man yeah, yeah i think I mean, all everybody's yeah. mind is just thinking ramped yeah. up da, 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 in the 21st century <laughs> for sure there's so much stimulus everywhere yeah no and that, the random off-topic thing it's like i don't know if you notice like when you text me it's, it says, I think it says, Brian has, I have my notifications. Your notifications are off. Yeah. So that's been like, even though I still like respond, because I still have that habit of picking up my picking phone. Up phone. Yeah, yeah. But like, I've done that. Like I've set like a schedule from like eight to four. 
where all my notifications are like turned off from my phone so I can focus on work. I can do some like deep focus and not have like someone buzz me or say, say you text me and I'm like, I'm in the, I'm in the groove. Like, yeah. And then you text me and it comes up on my watch and I'm like, oh man, I just, I'm not, I'm not in the groove anymore. So that's been, that's, that's been huge. It's funny you mention that because I have a focus that turns on at five o'clock when I get off of work. So I have, I have yeah. that turn on from five to 11 yeah. PM where I don't, I just need to have it on like the whole day. I wish. <laughs> I see. I was, I could do that, but too many of my clients yeah. have my cell number. And if they're not going to reach me at the office, like they know I'm going to answer like a text or yeah. a call, you know? So right, that right. sucks. Yeah. It's mostly when I get here that I don't want to be distracted. Right. You know? So I have the focus turn on where I do have it set up for a couple contacts that are able to to burst through. Right, right. So like my mom or like Lisa, right. you know, they'll be able to call or text me, right. you know, cause you never know. But I think that's like a good habit to get into because we could just keep picking our phones up all damn day if we really wanted yeah. to. No, cause I mean, there were so many distractions, like whether it just be like my personal life or like Instagram, someone messaging me on there. Or I, I just have my business stuff. So like people can message me on Etsy or yeah. I'll see orders come in so I can fulfill them. But weeding out all the other stuff and the random apps that would like chime in and i mean it's just i mean it was nuts that, that's been that's literally how our mind is though yeah like we've just been almost trained to do that now which is why people are like very hesitant about meditation yeah you know i studied eastern philosophy at grand valley in one of my philosophy courses and it got me really into meditating whether you just start out with like breathing exercises too like there's so many ways you can go about meditation. Some people think like, oh, when you're meditating, you're you're trying to like turn your brain off right. of all thoughts. And I think that's a misconception to go into because unfortunately, you're never going to be able to just like stop right. your mind from like talking to you, you know? Right. What I find is very helpful is to just, like I said, the breathing exercises and letting the thoughts in and out. And like after even starting out like maybe five minutes... Because that's already a tall order if you haven't been meditating. Yeah, 100%. Like, if I haven't been doing it for like two years and I try and get back into it, I can only start out with five minutes just because of like how our brains are now. Right. And even I would even say that's like a long time. Exactly. It's <laughs> tough. But like, like I said, like getting into the rhythm of it's mostly about letting the thoughts in and out because it's the clutter that makes us all anxious, you know? Yeah. So being able to like let the thoughts in and let them out like so they don't like hold on to you for the day. Right. That's why I've been trying to do it in the morning. It's like I'm going to go into this day like a baseline. Right. You know? Yeah. It's a tough routine to get into because unfortunately it's boring meditating. Yeah. You know? it's, it's like you, you, you can't do anything. It's, I don't know. It's not a... It's but it's a, like sets you up for... It's positive. Yeah. You know? I'd, I'd view it as hard work to start out for sure. Right. But just like getting back into a workout routine is hard work. Yeah. No. You know? Right. I mean, there's so many like different ways, like, yeah, just getting into a workout routine or eating better. I mean, all of it, all, all of it's hard. It's all tough. But I think when you're doing what you're doing and what I'm doing, like trying to run something successfully or take a hobby and turn it into a dream, I think like mental and physical health and well being is like. Right. Super important. Yeah. I mean, you need all that stuff because, I mean, otherwise, if if you don't have, like, kind of most of your ducks in line, it's everything's going to, like, push against you to derail you. It's like, 
if you're if your floor is cluttered, the simplicity of that, if, if your floor is cluttered in the room where you work, that's going to, that's going to derail you every time you come in, you're going to be less motivated. It's like your, your space is clean. So like you come in here, it's ready to work. It's clean. Unless you cleaned it right before I came in. Yeah. But. No, it's mostly like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you're the simplicity of that. So it's like in all the areas of your life, they have to like be in a row. In my opinion, it helps out. Cause then, then you're not thinking about it. It's like, like my kitchen at home. It's like, if it's not like clean, that's, it, it kind of messes with my mind. As soon as I walk in, I see a clutter, I see a mess. That's a negative thing that impacts me. And then if I don't go to the gym, I'm like, Oh man, I failed today. That's another thing. <laughs> failed today. I'm like, oh, failure. Oh. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's like, I, I, I try my best. If I don't prep for the week ahead, if I don't buy my food, if I don't like, if you don't do these little things, these yeah. routines, and it's constant. There's so many, so many things, which is not bad. But I mean, if if I just let go of one thing, it, it's like a trickle effect to like my whole week is destroyed. I yeah, can't just function. Your, I'm just gonna stay in rhythm. bed all day. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay here like a loaf. Go get some ice cream or like. Hundred percent. I'm really big on burritos. You know, like that's always been my thing. Oof! I chipotle before I came. Oof! It's beautiful. That'll do it. <laughs> I try not eating that too much. It's not good for me. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty good though. Yeah, it is. it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm at like a, yeah, the food food portion eating right now. I don't know. It's, it's not ideal, but, but that's something. If I if I let go of the, like eating like trash food all the time for a week or two, I'm like, oh man. I feel way better if you let go of eating trash food. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm eating trash food right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> But soon it's going to, it's already hitting it, hitting me like, oh man, like, why am I doing this to myself again? Like, it's all pleasure, man. Yeah. Like, they make food taste so damn good now. I know, like the goldfish I ate. Oh man. The flavor blasted goldfish. No, I, I, I did myself a service and did not get those. I just got oh, regular. Yeah. Cause the flavor blasted ones are. Yeah, those are dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> those are dangerous. <laughs> There's too much cheese on those. Oh, so good. You can lick your fingers after you're done. You have to, cause you can't like pick up your, your mouse or your game controller. <laughs> hands are all cheesy you know <laughs> yeah i mean that's i i really appreciate you coming on tonight did you have anything like else you wanted to like touch base on what was it there's one thing any advice to give people yeah do you want to give anyone advice, advice. out there that might be having a couple setbacks wanting to chase their dreams hobbies anything like that even if it's simple like even getting in shape or healthy routines like that or starting their own business. Yeah, no, I mean, I always think the gym thing is a great thing. I mean, it's not for everybody though. So you got to find that special thing, fitness, going for a walk, whatever, getting that heart rate up. That's, that's one thing. And the basics of like starting a business, being consistent, putting in that time, it's not going to, you're not going to put in time for a year. You're not going to put in time for five years. Like it's life. I mean, you got to put in the consistent, constant work for a while. Like it's never <laughs> ending. I mean, it's like, it's just not going to go away, but you got to put in the time consistency. You got to be creative. You got to always evolve with what, what's going on. You always got to be learning too, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, you got to be learning. And then there, there's one more. Oh yeah. For me, it was all about like efficiency as well. I said a couple times in the yeah. podcast, being efficient, improving what you're doing. It's like, say after this, you said it maybe takes 30 minutes to an hour to set this podcast up, get it ready for to the release. It, yeah. Like, what if you can get that down to 15 minutes? What if 
you can streamline this some I, I don't know if that's possible what if you can streamline this to like get my like me and you our talk done in an hour or whatever yeah, i don't know yeah. just this little little stuff like that to make it more enjoyable for you so it's less of a chore but you're also producing like an extremely quality thing of so it's course. Like, i don't know just but- there's those those questions you got to ask yourself too. And at a point, like if I were to streamline it and make it more efficient, I would definitely, in this sense, I would pay somebody to yeah. do it. And not you saying know? you're not efficient. It was just yeah. Of course, <laughs> it's just like you're doing the work right. though. Like when you're right. doing everything for a business, sometimes you get burnt out. Yeah, for sure. Like you're literally holding the entire thing up yourself. Right. So of course, there's going to be a couple tasks that you don't want to do at all. Correct. You know. Correct. And to make your more creative outlets more efficient. You cut the corners on the ones that don't make you efficient. Right. And I think one last thing was if you're not, if you're having trouble finding the motivation to put in the time for whatever you're pursuing, something may not be right there. It might not be your passion. It could be. I don't know. But like a lot of the times, like if you're not like enjoying your job that you do, it's it's because you don't like it. Yeah, of course. It's, it's like if if you're not if you're not putting in the work towards something, so something's off. You may need to tweak something. So you might not like it as much as you thought. Right. It yeah. might, it might not be your passion to pursue as a hobby, but changing it a little bit, you may enjoy it a different yeah. way or something. So that's why you got to keep trying things though. You know? Yeah. It's, it's a never ending process of learning and evolving. So that's a beautiful thing though. That's all I got. I appreciate that. So I'm, I appreciate everyone coming out to listen. I'm a buddy here with zap design. Give him a like and follow. I'm going to put, a tag in all of my posts too for people that that can follow your Etsy page and your Instagram and all that other good stuff. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, if you haven't like checked out his stuff, go check it out. There's some good arts and crafts stuff on there. You can fill these resin molds with anything. They got a lot of cool stuff on there. But yeah, I hope everyone has a really good start to their day and weekend. Enjoy the holiday weekend. This is dropping tomorrow on Friday, so Labor Day is this weekend. Maybe get out on the lake, hit a couple barbecues, have a good time with the people around you that you love. Do your best to feel free and stay fresh out there, everybody. Peace. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Feel Free. If you haven't already, please give us a rating or a review as it does help new listeners find our show so more people can get in on some feel-free goodness. Again, we appreciate all the love and support from you all. Hope you have a good rest of your day.